Well, good morning. Welcome. Happy New Year. It's a Religion is on the air for a few minutes. We come together every day to try and uh, speak to life. And that would be life in abundancy. The life in the Lord Jesus Christ. The one true King. The King of Kings. The Lord of Lords. Savior of all who will come to him. And profess what he did. Um, as sufficient for covering your sin, my sin, everybody's sin, and uh, proclaiming him king and savior. Welcome. Uh, this is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God, with liberty and justice for some. And that's uh, the new American motto. I, I believe if you look at history, we really haven't been that united. The states are united and used to be in a common purpose, but that also is very divided based on your beliefs. And those beliefs stem from what your foundation for this life is. If your foundation is based in Christ, in God's word, in freedom, in uh, freedom to worship God the way that you choose, freedom to live your life the way that you choose. Uh, those freedoms are, are moving towards an end in this country. And some of us, uh, I guess people call it the patriot movement, are folks who don't like that. They don't like that idea. They don't like the idea of uh, becoming subjects of a government instead of being a free people. And we don't want to be British subjects, as that term implies. You know, Britons are subjects of their government and of the crown. We are not. And we don't want to be subjects of the President of the United States. He works for us. And you see a lot of things going on in the bureaucracy of the federal government in this country that should not be and should get smaller and should become less and when we see people uh, claim that everybody wants, uh, you know, I saw a quick ditty this morning about some host uh, from one of these liberal news channels saying nobody cares about what I'm or what Build Back Better costs, and I just laugh. I'm like, what, what planet are you on? Um, there are many people who are duped into thinking that it doesn't matter, who are duped into thinking that it's going to help some way. We got a, a note from our representative the other day about something. And I'll actually, let me wait. Let me get into that in a bit. You know, our we exist to promote the word of God as the truth, as the ultimate source for truth. And uh, um, we're going to start this year uh, in Genesis, where it all began, where the word of God begins, where life began on this planet. And the truth behind how we got here and the purpose for which why we exist. We at It's a Religion say there are two, two ways to look at life. You have one, God created, God sustains, uh, God in the form of Jesus Christ came to earth and saved us from our own uh, sin in which we fell into, which we're going to learn about uh, in the next couple days.
And we now have hope and life, life beyond this life uh, even, which has been promised to us. And what a beautiful thing that is. So welcome to season two at It's a Religion. Uh, we hope that this will continue to improve and get better. We hope that it will be encouragement to those with faith. We hope that it will be an encouragement to find faith for those who come here and listen and do not have it right now and maybe have placed it in something else, placed it in the religion of Mohammedism, the religion of evolution, the religion of uh, Buddhism or Shintoism or Fininism. You know, there's plenty out there to be had that try and replace the truth of God with something else by man's devices, by man's will, or by the deception of Satan, the enemy, the one who uh, I believe spawned the Mohammedic, Mohammed, Mohammed, I don't know how you would say that, Mohammed, Mohammedan religion. And that's what I'm going to call it. It's I, I don't see that as a uh, a realistic thing, even though it's, taken over quite a bit of the world and the world's population but um, let's look at, at the foundation of truth Genesis chapter 1 and those of you who put your faith and trust in evolution I encourage you to try and look at this objectively um, there is no foundation for the religion of evolution you have one thing, and that's dating methods. That's really it. That's what the whole house of cards is built upon. Saying that certain things happened millions of years ago because of X uh, molecule. You know, we know the half-life of this, and so we can predict how long this has been around based on what's left. And yet, in those dating methods, it's, well, between 600 million and 800 million years ago, and people just don't even bat an eye at that. And I'm like, that's 200 million years, guys. That's not very accurate. Anyway, I digress. Let's read through Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Period, period and exclamation point. In the beginning, time, God created the heaven, space, and the earth. Um, matter, right? So... The earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Those theistic evolutionists who say that, that it's been a, a long, long time I'm just like, what's the point of that? Why can you not trust in what the Bible says and the Bible speaks to? It was one day, as we know a day, 24 hours. Now here, the sun and the moon hadn't been yet. So God had a fixed amount of time in mind for that, right? And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he sees. 
And God saw that it was good, and God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, fruit tree yielding fruit after its kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. So fruit trees and things of that nature have seed in themselves. Plants have seed in themselves to reproduce. And yet not so with humans. Why would one thing evolve one way and another thing evolve another way? All the plants and animals have a male and female, right? But plants don't seem to have that. Hmm. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after its kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after its kind. God saw that it was good in the evening and the morning were the third day. One, two, three. Not 367. And uh, days were not six million years long at that point. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament in the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and seasons, for days and years, and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. Which is incredible to think of the universe and all the stars and clusters. And There's a thing at the Creation Museum in Petersburg, Kentucky, um, and a show that goes through all that. And it's just, and we only know a little bit of what's out there. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good and the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly and move and the moving creature that has life and fowl that may fly above the earth and in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales and every living creature that moves which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good, and God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let the fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after its kind, cattle and creeping thing, and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. God made the beast of the earth after his kind, and the cattle after their kind, and every Thing that creeps upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. After his kind. And you notice there's no way uh, physically that certain kinds can turn into other kinds. There's an end in how, you know, we know this to be fact scientifically. You know, God has allowed us to discover so much about the genome and, uh, how things really can't turn into other things, and yet they continue to offer us the religion of evolution as a solution to how we got here. And it's really com getting more and more comical as science proves more and more of the Bible true. And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over the, all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Good morning, Ham, Ham Meister. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree, in which the fruit of a tree yielding seed, and to you it shall be for food, and every beast of the earth, and every fowl of the air, and to everything that creeps upon the earth, 
wherein there is life. I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. And God saw everything that he made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So in six days, God created everything. And it's all right there. A historical record that Moses, we believe, wrote down and was handed down, I believe, to him from the generations prior to him. And, uh, you know, I there's a debate. I remember talking to, I bring this up once in a while, conversations I had with a professor at a college in Michigan, a Christian college who teaches theistic evolution. And, you know, he poo-pooed the idea, you know, that Moses... You know, he didn't know all the things that we know today. And, you know, my colleagues know better than Moses did. And I'm thinking, you know, he talked with God personally. And you know more than he did. You know more than what he was given. You know, I'm like, at what point do you stop believing in things that are written in the Bible? Because, you, you know, you don't want to believe that God created everything in six days. Not that long ago. I mean, if you look at the historical record of the Bible, it's probably about six to 7,000 years, somewhere in that neighborhood. It doesn't have to be millions of years, people. God healed people instantaneously. Still does, I believe. He just doesn't do it in the same way that he used to. But when Jesus walked this earth, it didn't take him any amount of time to rearrange molecules in somebody's eye or on their arm or on their skin or give them new life when they were dead. Hello, Lazarus and little girls and little boys. So what do you put in your faith in today, folks? What do you put your faith in when it comes to how we got here and what the purpose of this life is? Because that is a huge question. That is the, probably the biggest question, the biggest question about how you start and how you look at life, what your starting point is and how you view this life and what you're going to do with it, the life that you have. Because you're not guaranteed tomorrow. None of us are. Every day we wake up, we should be praising God, going, thank you for another day, Lord. I try and do that, even though that can become a routine and you don't want to get into a routine with God. But think about that. What is your starting point for life? What do you believe? It is very, extremely important what you believe and how you look and how we got here, what our purpose is in this life. Um, and it's, it's a huge deal. So we hope and it's a religion that we encourage you to trust in Christ, trust in the Bible, what God gave you as a record book for how we got here, the purpose that we have in this life. We were created in his image for a purpose to love him and to enjoy God forever, to have a relationship with him. And all other religions, including the, the religion of evolution, come from far short of that. You know, the Mohammedic religion, the Mohammedan religion doesn't promote a relationship with God. He's distant. He's way off somewhere. And, you know, even the, the Jewish faith at its core still has issues with that. So, the new year is here. It's a new opportunity for new things and um, you know, I know we're excited personally. We're building the house right now. That's going to be done soon. And we'll be moving into, and, uh, I'm just ready for that. Um, we've been looking at it for a while now, about two years. 
going through the planning process and uh, doing the right stuff and all that. So we're uh, excited about that, especially for our, our little boys. So we hope that we encourage you to to take this this core seriously, the the foundation of what you believe. And then think on that and pray about it. Ask God what he would have you do. Ask God to direct your path, direct your steps. We'll get into that at some point in Proverbs. But we're going to read through the entire Bible this year. I shouldn't say the entire Bible. I'm going to, going to pick through it a little bit um, in terms of the Old Testament to get to the New Testament um, by a certain time. But... Uh, you know, it's it's a beautiful thing reading through God's Word. And just listen to it, read it. it. It will change you. It will change your perspective on life. It will give you hope where there isn't any. I mean, what hope is there in the, the theory of evolution? Outside of, well, I can do whatever I want because there is no God. I mean, and really, what hope is there in that? That there's That there's more purpose to this than just random chance acts of chemical infusions. So here's an interesting story. CBN, China on the cusp of eliminating cash, pushing the world toward total government surveillance. And I had thought about it before, but, but uh, you know, getting rid of actual cash transactions and making everything digital, certainly, you know, that's what our government here in the U.S. is going for. They were trying to get the IRS to be able to monitor transactions and accounts pretty much everywhere in every bank um, to the tune of $600 a month or 600 bucks or more or something. I can't remember what the dollar amount was, but it was absolutely ridiculous. And that was in the build back better bill. Like, how is that going to make anything better? But that's what we're, we're coming to. There's a totalitarian movement, a government, you know, every, most of these governments want to be China. They want to be part of the ruling class and part of that influence uh, with folks. And I think really, once again, the United States is the only place where uh, that is is possibly going to be held in check because I think everywhere else it's just going to fall in line. It's too easy. You know, once you have the tools in place to monitor everybody, um, you know, I don't know, it's going to be interesting to see. And I never really thought I'd see it in our lifetime, but things have sped up. I believe God has sped up time. I believe time's actually moving faster than it used to. You know, a second doesn't last as long as it did. But good morning, my sons. No thanks. Okay. Thank you, though. Ethan and Evan. Oh, my goodness. You guys are getting big. You want to say good morning? Good morning. You didn't get your Bible show yet. No. No? You going to watch something? Sure. Mister. Mister. Don't show Tootie that. So anyway, uh, that's a big deal. And I think about my boys, they're going to be right in the middle of that because by the time they get to be my age, their cash will be no more and everything will be handled digitally. And I know there's a lot of theories around the idea that, that you're going to have to have a, a digital passport to do things. You're going to have to, you're going to get social credits to be able to do things. And that's how the government's going to control what you can and can't do. And so... You know, like any bad idea, which that is, 
there will be, you know, markets, black markets or other ways to do things that come out of that. People will go back to bartering. People will go back to doing things outside the system because they're not going to want to be controlled. And uh, that's what happens in a free society. And people will, people are very intuitive and uh, imaginative. Uh, you know, I think the guy at gab.com is trying to come up with some ways that you can do things outside the system. And, you know, I was thinking the other day, you know, a lot of these, these rich folks and, and people that, that have money and more and more people are invested in the market and in free markets, in a free economy. I just wonder, you know, is that really going to maybe prevent some of this stuff from happening? But time will tell. And God knows, you know, that's the, the other reason to put your faith and trust in God is then you have to worry about it. If, if it happens, then God has allowed it. And if he's allowed it, there's a purpose that he has in mind for it. And we don't need to be afraid of that. We don't need to fear. And that's what you see the last two years, how much has been done based on fear, fear of a disease, fear of, you know, Trump even called it an uh, uh, enemy we can't see. We're in a war. And in reality, that's we've always been in a war, right? Medically and uh, things of that nature. Um, from a medical standpoint, you're always at battle with something. There's a new illness coming around the corner. You know, you just, that that's what happens when you have variants, right? When you have uh, things mutate, it gets worse. It doesn't get better. And uh, just another actual proof that you need something with intelligence to guide the creation of things. Um Random mutations are never going to create anything except something that's worse. And yet it's still the same thing, right? COVID-19 is still COVID-19. No matter what variant, Omicron or Delta or whatever, you want to call it. It's still the same thing. It doesn't turn into something else, which is the whole premise of evolution. Uh, you have to be able to turn into something else to make it work. So... Lots of stuff going on. And, uh, you know, we encourage you that it's a religion not to put your faith and trust in um, man and in men's theories about how things should work and in men's doings. But uh, faith and trust in God and what he's doing and what uh, he has done. So... With that, we're going to close the first show of season two and uh, encourage you to read through your Bible. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, let us know, ehud at itsareligion.org. You can email us there, and we'll be happy to help guide you into that process. And thanks for stopping by. You know, We hope this show is going to be an encouragement to folks as we go forward. And uh, we're very thankful for a new year and a new start. Uh, let's make it a good one by putting our faith and trust where it belongs in the one true God. Thank you, Lord, for the small things like me and her on a porch swing, for summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings if I still got breath in these lungs. And that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for my mama, for my friends, for